Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. What did you steal or what was stolen from you? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Jesse. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hey, fellas. What's going on? Hola. <laughs> All right, so I'm sure like a lot of us, probably about 20, 25 years ago, I used to do and sell a lot of drugs. All right. And, uh, you know, you name it, anything and everything. And so when you're doing that, you kind of get to know some of the other people that are in play doing the same sort of thing. And anyway, so there was this guy, thought he was really cool. He was a douchebag and, uh, he was always bragging about everything. And, and, uh, me and my buddy, we didn't really like him a whole lot. He, um, lived in these loft apartments. I won't say which ones, but downtown Tacoma, uh, you know, top floor. And I'd been to his place a couple times and knew the layout and, uh, knew what he did. He was, he would do, um, he wasn't the DJ, but kind of like the hype man for like raves and stuff on the mic. All right. And so this was, um, and so it was Halloween night, me and my buddy, we put this whole plan together. All, you know, we thought we were all commando style. We got walkie talkies and, and rope and everything. And, and when we were in his loft, we always noticed that he kept the skylight open. Um, it was kind of one of the skylights where you crank the handle and it kind of opens up, you know, so you guys are going to rappel into his place. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my buddy's down in down in the parking lot, and he's on the walkie-talkie, you know. And we know he's. Hey, oh, hang on, on one second. Hold on. Once again, bedroom colors. Here are the seven words you can't say on the radio. <laughs> Sucker, mother, and please keep those words in mind when calling. Now back to the program. All right, Jesse, please continue. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was trying so hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he'd always brag about all the different kind of stuff he would have and, and this, that, and the other. And and so, um, you know, Halloween night, we knew he was gone. And so I had, uh, we went and got the biggest duffel bag we can find and some rope and, you know, just walked in there and made myself, got myself up to the, to the roof, found a found his place, you know, tied the rope around a, a pipe up there and, and it opened up just enough. I'm, I'm not that big of a guy. I was able to squeeze through the skylight and repel down and it's like a lofted vaulted ceilings. It's about 20 feet, you know, top four, obviously. And so start rummaging around and, and, uh, you know, so I ended up, you know, finding probably about, two pounds of weed, a couple ounces of Coke in the freezer, uh, along with like a ball of black tar heroin, the size of your fist. Jesus. Both. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, we're good. And, and my buddy knew him a little bit better than I did. He was like, no man, you got to keep looking. I know he's got some cash. He's got some other stuff. And so I ended up spending about 25, 30 minutes in there searching all around. And, um, uh, actually found a bulletproof vest. It's nine millimeter. 
took his stone snowboard and the crazy about forty five hundred dollars in cash. He had one of those fake books, right, right. You know, and it was like you know, oh, I'm super cool library guy. You know, and uh, and then I found about forty five hundred dollars cash. But the craziest part of it was that he I found a a hand grenade. You had a hand so, grenade. He had a hand grenade. I don't know if it was real or not. I mean, we never tested it or anything. Uh, it looked as real, but uh, so that and then and then you know just packed everything up. You know, made sure everything was cool. Walked down the hallway and went out the fire escape, and and, uh, and that was it. Damn! Did That's he a crazy ever? Story. Did that guy ever suspect that it was you? Never, never. He always thought it was like this um, this gang crew that he was always having beef with, and <laughs> we would hang out with him like every so often afterwards. I mean, we hated him. He was he was such a jerk, such a douchebag, you know. And but we would hang out with him. It was like, yeah, man, that, that yeah, it was probably those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally yeah, makes, yeah. totally makes sense, you know. But, so yeah. did you end up? That was like twenty five, thirty years ago. So I'm assuming you just sold the product that you stole from him. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure. Forty five G's in cash though. There's no forty five. No forty five hundred. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. I thought you said forty five thousand. I'm like, how, how did that guy just kind of let that go? Yeah, man. I mean, look, four thousand five hundred is still nice. Just cash. It is, like, but so what do you think? Yeah, cocaine, weed, black tar, heroin, a hand grenade, a gun, a bulletproof vest, and there's something else in cash, right? I'd be afraid with the heroin. Why? Because he's just selling it. Yeah, you but know? still, like, I don't know. You got to know somebody that sells heroin. You can't just roll up to somebody you see selling drugs and well, be like, I said, got a product for you. They'll probably just Well, rob he already you. said that he was selling drugs at the same time. All right, all right. Yeah, right. So, so people are already coming to him. Now he can make the money and didn't have to put anything down. I'm just thinking about me rolling around with a ball of heroin and I got <laughs> to find somebody find to sell someone. You That's live in Capitol Hill, show. dude. Yeah, but I'm saying if I walk up to a dealer like, hey, I got some product for you to sell, like they're just going to rob me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you think you can do a game show? So, all right, we gave Ted a fifth size of black tar heroin, all right? And you have to go through the city, but it's a city you don't live in, and you got 20 minutes to find someone who's going to buy heroin. Right? Like, that's our game show. To buy the whole thing? Maybe not the whole thing, but just buy heroin at all. Because now you're making judgment calls based on their appearance. Correct. I mean, obviously, if you got a needle sticking out of your ass in the alley, like, all right, that's a mark. But just walking down the street, like, if you got 20 minutes, you win $1 million. You think you could figure out something? I mean, you're just, it's a city you don't live in. You're in Kansas City. I don't know. You walk through downtown, or maybe it's through a parade, and you get to survey all these people. You think within five people, you could find someone who's like, no. Really? I've only ever had, I know I must, I, I've, somewhere along the way, I've known more people that have done it, but I've only right. ever encountered one person. That was like, yeah, I do heroin sometimes. Oh, there's like actively. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. She was just like talking about it. Oh, good. Good for you. What uh, What did you steal or what was stolen from you? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Brad. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitches. Hola. Hola. All right. So this is when I was like 17 or 18 years old, 1983, four-ish. Um and it was back to what you guys were talking about, fake ID, and that's what got me to remember him of this story. So when I was like 17 or 18, I got the bright idea, because we always were trying to get into bars, right? So I got the bright idea. I knew a friend of mine that was willing to give me a piece of mail and his social security card. And I went to the DMV, scared to death, walked in there and said, I want to get an ID card. And... This is before, you know, your picture's on there with the computer and all that stuff. So here I am filling out this paperwork, standing at the counter, and they say, they take my picture and they say, go have a seat and we'll call you when we're ready. And so I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there and this lady comes out and I hear her calling a name and I'm just sitting there and I hear her call it again. Third time she called it, I realized she was calling me by the other guy's name. Yes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I actually got a, a valid Oregon ID card and had the gold key to the city for 
however many years I had that, it was it was pretty. But it scared to death. Scared to death when I was pulling it off. But yeah, the important yeah, part is to remember your new name, man. Right? I mean, come it's on. Remember your new name. You're oh, Pete now. Goodness, yes. It's tough too when you have a, like I had an ID that looked like me, so it was real. And those machines had just come out. I was underage in a liquor store, and I remember. There was a cop behind me. Oh, man. But it was too late. So I was like, I'm just going to hand it over and hope it works. Mm-hmm. How nervous are you? Oh, my God. So nervous. Did it feel and like you... it took eight hours for them to look at Correct. your Correctly. And you know me. I was like, busy night out here? <laughs> 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 and the guy kept running it and running it. I was like, come on. <laughs> Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at Facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef of the house. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Thank you. Now, look, everybody likes peanut butter. Peanut butter has been around for, for a lot of years. How many years, Ted? <laughs> uh, you know, we were just talking about George Washington Carver earlier today. Uh, peanut butter, technically, peanut butter as we know it has been around for a little over 157 years. I don't know if you're telling the truth, but it sounds good. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you buying that? Cool. Uh, peanut butter shows up in an array of dishes. Obviously, peanut butter and jelly is a classic. That Everybody knows that. Greatest sandwich ever made. Uh, you could put it, I, look, I like to put it in uh, celery with some raisins on it, ants on a log. Ants on a log. I you can do all that kind of stuff. Uh, sometimes it shows up in some Asian uh, no- noodle dishes. Correct. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, peanut butter, peanut butter can do a lot of stuff out there. Especially what we're trying today is we're taking some of the big national brands. Now, somebody else did this test over at Bon Appetit, and they put it on saltines. Now, are we testing, Miles? Do you want to know if we know what brand it is? We do not know what brand it is. We're going in with five different brands of peanut butter. Right, and, and all five brands are all, they are all numbered. We have Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Right. We have Skippy. Skippy. We have Reese's. We do. And we have Jeff. I'm excited to try the Reese's. I am too. I haven't tried that one. It's one of those things I haven't seen on the shelf. All right, so this is number one. This is number three. Number three. We're starting out with number three. three. We're just going to randomly do it and then just, you know, give it a thumbs up or whatever. That's genius. Figure out what's up. (laughs) Because I didn't know if you guys looked at the list, so I want to make sure I'm mixing (laughs) it up. Nobody looked at your goddamn list, man. I bet you did. Are you guys actually going to cleanse the palate Mm -hmm. after each one so that uh, you don't have any peanutty remnants left behind? What's the uh, rating scale? One to five stars? Sure. All right. I, mean, I might have to do it without the saltine. Just straight finger to the I'm mouth. with you. You know That's what I mean? Because I'm tasting the saltine. I taste as much mm. saltine as I do peanut butter. Okay. Nothing wrong with saltines, but I'm not getting my full. And this is kind of going on the theory, right? Miles was talking about Peter Pan peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it in my grocery store, and Thrill and I contend that we could tell which one was Peter Pan. Because it sucked, right. It's the only peanut butter I've had that I didn't like as a child. Right, but again, though, we were kids. That's so I might have just been—I just might have been picky oh, no, about mind. stuff. Put this in your mouth. Oh yeah. Put that in your mouth, Mike. Do it. You gotta put all these in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> now we are on to number two. All right. Number <laughs> two. two. All right. Number two. Okay. Number two. Would you guys describe the taste? That you're experiencing the sweetness factor. The first, the first one was much better. First one we had. Comparing number one, so number three. Which number is this, Miles? This is number two. This is number two. So comparing right. number three to number two, you like number three better, Ted. The right. taste, right. Right. The taste right. profile is better so far. Right. That's that's what I'm guessing. I, I'm going to go on a limb and say I think I knew what that one was. All right. Mm. I'm not going to rate them. I'm just going to write down what I think I brand there. Mr. Hill, how would you compare number three to I, number two? I, I think three was better. Texture? The texture is about the same, but I think the, the taste was better in number three. Was it, uh, is it a sweetness? Is it a richness? There's no sweetness in number two. No sweetness Mm-mm. in number two. So number three still beats out number two. Yes, it does. Miles, do you care to uh, jump into the uh, fray here with your take on number three versus number Did two? Did you try that? Would you lick it? I did not. I'm just taking my oh, finger. Are you fingering it? The, this is number one. Nah, we're on to number one. So three, two, one. You guys are following along at home or in your cars right now. Mm. So we're on to number one. Miles, you took it with the cracker, correct? 
I am. Miles is the way he set it up. It. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, look, you could do it a couple of different ways. The way they did this test was they put it on saltines. We got the saltines. But Thrill, I'm with you. I still like the first one I had better, but I'm trying them now. I'm just, I'm just licking the cracker clean. Yeah, that you one, are. Which a lot of people should do. That one had a little bit of an odd taste to it. I was yeah. not, not a big fan of that one. Odd how? That was my least favorite one so far. It was. So, so, it, so the room is saying that number three, then number two, then number one. Is that so a fair one assessment is, so one, far? So far, one is not my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Thrill. Now, this is number four. Okay. For people listening at home, we keep changing the numbers. Right. Let's just talk of the... You know what I mean? Like, Okay. The first one we had was right. Okay. All right. A lot of action in here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a a better idea, Ted. That one's pretty good. Yeah. I agree. That's the best one so far, I think. Hmm. So the fourth taste of Steve the Thrill Hill, Mm -hmm. the best one so far. If it's Peter Pan, I'm just going to be annoyed. Of course you will. I'm still but, saying that I think me and you are going to be wrong on this one just because it was so long ago since we've had it. We might be wrong. Here's what's going to irritate me. If at the end of this, Peter Pan ends up being my favorite, then it's you also have the hardest one, one to find. I Get some peanut butter anytime you can, but only if it's Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. I think he's punking Wasn't us. it Picky Moms pick Peter Pan? Picky, Picky Moms, moms pick Peter, everyone Peter, is the peanut, same Peter Pan peanut butter. Picky Moms I, pick I Peter Pan. I thought it was Pan. Choosy Moms choose Jif. Okay. It wasn't Picky Moms pick Peter Pan. It was Choosy Moms choose Jif. Okay. Let's make right. stuff up. Yes, you Let's are. Let's try to figure it out now. Miles, you have the master list. Or oh, it's a Mandela moment. They were all <laughs> they were all very, I mean, let's say they were all very good. They're all peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I feel confident, though, in making the guesses of which peanut butter is which. Okay. Right. You have the list. Mike, you don't? don't. You're not? I'm not. I'm not confident. All right. The first one we had, number three, uh-huh. I am saying that is Jeff. Jeff. Okay. I will agree with that. Uh, either Jeff or Skippy, yeah. Number three was, in fact, Peter Pan peanut butter. Oh, oh damn it. Dang it. it. How did you rate him? I, I like that one a lot. Okay. <laughs> All right. Dang it. All right. Yep. I'm way off. Dark right. Horse coming yeah. in at the top. Dark Horse. Yep. Yep. Peter Pan All got right. your so ass. number two, I wrote as Peter Pan. I did not like that one. <laughs> That's what I wrote as Peter Pan was number two. Number two is Jeff. Really? Interesting. Wow. <laughs> Having not tasted this, I would tell you that I have had Jif in the past, and I think Jif sucks. Really? I would choose Skippy over Jif any day. All right. right. The next, the third one up was number one. Right. I, I, I like that one the least. Same. I didn't, I honestly, what, I, is I, that Adams? No, we didn't have Adams. It wasn't oh. a choice. Yeah, there was we had a, a generic. There was a generic. Was a All right, I'll say generic. Yeah. I, that was, I, in I, fact, generic. That was the Kroger. Okay. Uh, and there is a significant difference between the, uh, I think, the, the generic brand and the and the other main you know, I grew brands. up in a household with generic peanut butter, so it makes okay. me sad. Uh, the fourth option we had, which was also number four, I said that one was Reese's. Okay. That was, in fact, Skippy. That was Skippy. And I, oh, that I, was pretty good. That was I gave that my highest rating. That one got my highest rating. I just wrote best. Skippy. Yep. Yeah. All right, Skippy. Okay. I'm back so then to Reese's. Reese's. Reese's was the last one. And Reese's was That's the last why everybody one. Said I gave they that a four, too. But they didn't recognize it because none of us had had it before. Okay. Yep. Yep. There we go. So Skippy it is. Now I know. So would you? Uh, so what was your highest rated peanut butter? Would you say, Mike? Did you uh, just out of the out of the five? Which one did you take? To be honest with you, I didn't notice that big of a difference between all of them. I would have. Uh, this is also would... the same guy who can't tell the difference between good whiskey and bad whiskey, <laughs> and I've been trying to school him for the past few years. You have been, and I'm not you. saying that you don't have a uh, palate, yeah, but if you, you are. do. Your palate is like that of cardboard. <laughs> I'm going to say honestly, I like the Reese's. Reese's. I'm Reese's, not, I'm not Reese's falling into your guys' trap. I like the Reese's. All right. Okay. Yeah. I say Reese's. That's wrong. I got to be honest with you. I'm dead wrong. Peter Peter Pan was, that was your favorite one. The yeah. first one we had. Right. I'm skipping. I, I, like, I, like, I like Peter Pan and I like Skippy. All right. The Reese's was fine, but I, I, just, I, I was think, hoping it would be the best. I was hoping it'd be like this thing like, oh, God, it tastes just like a Reese's peanut butter cup, you know, but it wasn't. Yeah. I, I, also, I, I also don't think. Like the peanut butter in the chocolate of Reese's is good, but they're not going to replicate that. Right. You put it on a well, sandwich. Well, right, right, but they can't because there's so many other things put into that. There's there's powered sugar that's put in. Right, that. right, right. So mm-hmm. I mean, of course, I would hope that it tastes the same thing as the peanut butter filling in a Reese's mm-hmm. peanut butter cup. Well, here's the bonus: we all get a jar of peanut butter to take home with us. Yeah. Oh man, yes, exactly. And I your think studio that, has never smelled so good. The real lesson here, folks, is buy what's on sale. Yeah, the you way, know what? It, was, it was not that far. They were not that far off. That's what I'm saying. Like, I thought I was a strict yeah. brand guy, and it's like maybe I'm not. Maybe I'll just maybe I just like peanut butter in general. With the exception of the generic brand, which was still good. It wasn't bad. It just was not the most flavorful. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Who or uh, what inspired you to do something really, really cool or really, really stupid? 206-803-ROCK. So basically, Miles, you were inspired by a racist. I was. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Hello, Rebecca. Welcome to the men's room. Bonjour. Hola. Okay, so back in 2000, I was 19, and my photographer and I were on a plane on our way to Las Vegas to have a photo shoot. My photographer and I. Mm. What, oh, kind, yeah. what kind of photo shoot are you doing? I Vegas? need a new photographer. When we're on, we're going to put you on hold so I can get his name <laughs> and his number. I lost mine last week. <laughs> Uh, we were just doing basic, um, I don't even know how to, it's kind of like high fashion. Okay. All right. high fashion. It wasn't anything huge. All right. It was basically for my portfolio. Okay. And uh, we're on the plane and the movie Wedding Singer pops in my head. So I get this mischievous look on my face and he's like, what? I'm like, I'll be right back. So I, I'm wearing my class ring. I put it on my ring finger and I turn it around and I go up to the stewardesses and I tell them, hey, uh, me and my fiance are on our way to Vegas to get married and I'd like to sing them a song if you don't mind. Oh, my God. So they allowed me to get on the PA and I sang um, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh no. This is when I stand up on the plane and throw something. I mean, kid. Can, do you have a voice? Like, are the passengers looking at you like, oh, my God, shut the hell up? Uh, no, actually, I've been in choir since I can remember. Oh, so. okay, that okay, helps. So you can sing. But you couldn't pick a, yeah. a better song. So now I'm a passenger. I never listened I'm like, to the radio oh, when I was okay, that Okay, let, let me ask so you this. I didn't know it was did, that bad. Did, did, did the plane go wild when you were done? Did you get a round of applause or anything? Yeah. Yes, I did. I got a standing ovation. Nice. Did you get free drinks? No, because I was 19. No, wait, you got a standing ovation on a flight. You know, you put everyone at risk, because if that seatbelt mm-hmm. sign is on, young lady. I didn't tell them to stand up. Right. But you did such a riveting rendition. <laughs> now, so the photographer, were you romantically linked to this photographer at all? Not one bit. When I uh, <laughs> when I walked up to him, he was beet red and sweating, and I was just like, you like the song, honey? And it turns out two of his best friends were on the plane. We didn't know. And so was my high school English teacher. Oh, my God. Well, they were all probably very well, happy for yeah, you Yeah, I mean, that's not the worst one. Yeah. I like your spirit, though. I wish you could sing a better freaking song, but I like your spirit. I'm sorry. I, it wasn't. I like big butts and I cannot I lie. To the radio. Do you have a photographer now? <laughs> Do you have a new photographer? Oh, I, no, not anymore. Now uh, I'm a mortician. Oh, 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 that makes wow. a lot of sense. It really does. Do you do you sing a lot at work? I mean, like if you're doing an autopsy or something, like do you? You ever find yourself singing dead flowers in the morning? Have you ever found that you're maybe singing? I don't know, the inappropriate song like "Another One Bites the Dust." You're not doing it on purpose. It's just you know, down in a hole. That's what I have going on in my head whenever I have to do CPR on somebody. When you why are you doing CPR? Yeah, why? Why? Because they bring one from the hospital and it's got a. 
Oh. No, I practice. You, I uh, try to keep up to date with all that stuff. You practice on cadavers? Do I know that if I'm dead? Oh. That would be funny, but no. We don't do that. <laughs> all right. Okay. Like, my last kiss. Some woman breaking my ribs. Oh, practice. God. Right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, woman. Yeah. Well, she used to be a model, so I don't care. She was hot. Who or what inspired you to do something really cool or uh, really, really stupid? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Terrell. Welcome to the men's room. Positive Friday, fellas. Positive Friday. So, I was growing up in the neighborhood. I was playing with the kids. So, I grew up at the bottom area. And they had built a neighborhood up top. So, you know, the the walls, the the concrete, the, the drainage ditch. And then they had to put the bushes in to keep the soil down. So, one day, my friends are sledding down the hill on cardboard. It looks fun. So, I start doing it. We start having fun. I go higher than they are because I want to be the cool kid. I hit this one bush and it was like a movie. Birds flew out the bush. I I got like 15 feet of air. (laughs) And I'm in the air like, oh my God, this is about to hurt. So I tried to tuck and roll, but I was too late. So I hit the top of my forehead right on my hairline on the concrete drainage. Oh, it's about, I don't know, silver dollar size when it happened, maybe a little bigger. So I get up and I immediately run home. You know, I do the thing. I clean it, whatever. My mom, my grandma is like, what are you doing? I'm like, I tell them the story. They're like, dumbass. <laughs> okay. So now I like, and this was like, I was like 11. I'm 38 now. I hate finding a new barber. Because I have to explain to them, hey, there's a little divot right here in my head. So I need you to pull my hairline back a little bit, but not a lot. Because I don't want to make it seem like I'm losing my hair. <laughs> so how many times, how many different barbers have you been to since this happened? Ah, okay. My childhood barber was always the same. And then I moved here to Washington when I was 17, one Two, four, maybe five. Four. I'm really, I'm really loyal to my barbers. And do they all laugh at you when you tell them this? Every single one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. We're <laughs> laughing at you right now. <laughs> don't mind this pothole. Hey, I can't wait to see you guys tomorrow, man. Cocaine Bear is about to be awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's next Saturday. Saturday. That's next Saturday. Two weeks from today. It's two weeks. No, I mean, oh. you know, I mean, it's oh, one week from one week from tomorrow. Yes. The twenty fifth. The end of it. I was at work. Two thirty five. When I heard it, I got excited. I thought it was this Saturday. Uh, next Saturday. But if you're there, yeah. man, we'll see you there. Oh, yeah. We'll, yeah, I'll uh, be there. And we'll start your dinner right here. It's uh, oh, Saturday, February twenty fifth, Galaxy Theater, Gig Harbor, two thirty five. I recognize Terrell. He's got that divot in his head. Good to see you, brother. <laughs> divot guy. <laughs> Let me see that thing. Can it, does it hold water? <laughs> I'll put my pen right there. Who wants? Uh, Go replace it. <laughs> can, I, can I drink? Can I drink? Put some sand in there. Can I, can I, while, while I was just playing through. I'm going to spackle your forehead, man. Can I suck a shot out of that? <laughs> oh, God. I sucked a shot out of a man, did it. <laughs> you ever do anything like that? Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on radio.com. Yes, friends, it's time once again for. Sit and spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, there he is. Yeah. That it is. Our basement dungeon studio bar, the one and only Ryan Castle. How are you? I'm good, man. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. You, guys, uh, you guys got big plans tonight, Miles? Uh, Mike, I know you're uh, a newlywed. Valentine's Day's got to be special yeah, in, there the, might uh, be some dinner in the Hawk fl- House. Yeah, it might be some dinner, flowers, and chocolates in order. Oh, very nice. I've got. Uh, right, my, now, my, are you the guy that stops at the grocery store on the way home and stands with all of the other sad men buying your flowers and your cards <laughs> on Valentine's Day evening? Oh, not at all, Ryan. You know me. I think ahead. I did that yesterday. Mm. Good, <laughs> good call. Good call. I would normally have done it yesterday, but we were off, so I haven't told my wife, like, look, you'll get a card tonight after I get home, and chances are it won't mm-hmm. even say Valentine's Day. So I'm going to grab, like, a get well yeah. or congratulations. And this I one. have done the condolences yeah. card before. Ooh, that's a good one, occasion. Man. You're yeah. still yeah. married, I, Jimmy. Just a Valentine's Day card that starts out with, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever I've done. <laughs> I got my daughter coming down. I don't think we're going to be able to find a spot. We might have to get a Pagliacci pizza and just call it a night. Yeah. It's not a bad Oh, there call. you go. That's fun. Yeah, why not? What, uh, what, what are you doing? You making dinner? I, uh, I, I bought a gift 
for my wife, and that is uh, I bought myself a motorcycle with a back seat. Right. right. Has she has she gotten on the motorcycle with you yet? No, dude. She's never getting on the. She actually mean? told me when I uh, I showed her a picture of it before I bought it. She's like, "You don't even need a back seat because I'm never getting on that goddamn thing." <laughs> you gotta be kidding. Did you did you uh, do you have an extra helmet just in case? Sunny day. Uh, I do, but it's but it it's it's fitted for my head and not hers. And as you know, my head is gigantic. Okay, all right. Figuratively and literally, but no, we'll we'll get her a helmet one of these days. I'll get her on it. No, you won't. Yeah, it'll be like uh, it'll be like me and you, Miles, on your scooter mm-hmm. that time. That's right. I, now I just can't keep up with you. How much? Uh, how much? No. How much riding did you do this weekend? Uh, about 150 miles. All right. Oh did nice. you? Uh, are that's you just, now? That's just that's just uh-huh. putting around. You know, not even getting on the freeway. Now, I mean, if I wanted to, I could go like real far. But that's just that was like back roads and wooden. Sure, things. sure. Now, uh, as far as bike culture is concerned, I'm riding my scooter. The only people yes. who will dap me are the people on scooters. So if a motorcycle goes by, they're not even acknowledging me. I don't even exist. You know, right. I, I get the occasional when I, so I'm coming from the scooter lifestyle, Miles, as you know. Right. Uh, and I would get the occasional wave from the motorcycle person, but it occurred to me, like, I think they're waving and then they realize I'm on a scooter. That's correct. Like, right. They want to stop waving. And then they, ta- they, right. pull, they pull back real quick with a hand. Yeah. Now, but the, you- uh, but, but, but the motorcycle, it's every single time it's guaranteed. You know what? I will wave at the scooter people. Mm-hmm. I will give them the two finger salute because I respect yeah. where they're coming from. You know why? Because they're risking their life out there just sure. like the rest of us. Did you, uh, did you have wheels, any, man, two wheels. Did you have any bikes roll up to you and like check out by, uh, that bike out and be like, oh man, nice. No, no. Okay. But keep in mind, you know, it was only 40 degrees this weekend. So it was only crazy people like me that just got a brand new bike and couldn't wait to ride it. That well, were out well Steve saw so. you said it's amazing. looking. Yeah, it's a great looking bike, man. Yeah, I saw it yeah, Saturday it's, it's, and it's very loud. It is, uh, it is. It is sexy. Is it weird? I think it makes me sexier, too. Is it weird to have your hand so you're far sexier high? with the helmet on because no one can yeah. see your face? I mean, because you're like, that's a strong point. It's almost you. it's almost like you're doing a, a press. You know how high your handlebars are. Is that weird to get used oh, to? No, that? Not, they're not. They're not that high. I'm a pretty tall guy. If I were any shorter, if I were like if I were like Ted size, it, oh. it mm-hmm. would, they would be like ape <laughs> hangers. But they're not. They're not that high. Is it weird? <laughs> is it weird to hit the, to hit the gas and the bike actually go someplace? It goes real fast, Miles. It's actually terrifying the first time you do it. You're like, oh, God, I'm going to have to be careful. <laughs> that's all. Uh, that's all. So anyways, right. I thought today on uh, Sit and Spin, speaking of love, that I would help uh, people uh, with their Valentine's Day soundtrack with some really great solid butt rock power ballads. Yeah. Okay. Let's get it. <laughs> all right. These yeah. are the 10 greatest power ballads of all time. I mean, Cheap Trick fans love Cheap Trick, but even Cheap Trick fans go, why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they play it every show. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a reason to do power ballads. It was their it's biggest hit. Ass. It was their biggest hit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. power ballads. We talked about work. it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Aerosmith. Uh, da, Aerosmith. Uh, what is it? Don't want to miss a thing yeah. from the Armageddon soundtrack. Their biggest hit after you know fifty years. We should play that all the time, then, right? We absolutely <laughs> should. In fact, uh, we'll play it on your show today. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Ten greatest power ballads of all times on Sin Spin. Number nine. I think this might be my favorite era of heart, the big hair 80s heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked looking at them, but I hated the music. That's where they made their money, though. Oh, absolutely. Dude, I gotta tell you, you can't go wrong with the power ballad, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you- I mean, mid 80s is about the time I got into music, just based on my age, you sure. know, and there's no pretense when you're that old. Like, you're not going, oh, that's slow. I don't like it. You just like what you like, right? You're not worried about labels or anything like that. I was a sucker for all of this stuff. Oh, sure. I mean, again, it it's easy to listen to. They had like you know? seven yeah. songs that sounded exactly like this, though. I know. These are the 10 greatest power ballads of all time. Number eight. Oh, God. It's closer than he oh, thinks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have written that one. <laughs> Jane Lane had no idea how right he was. I'm telling you. I mean, it was not long. Right. You're on the clock, brother. That's, right. that's yeah. awful. Closer than you think. Happy Valentine's Day. These Thank are the 10 greatest power ballads of all times. 
Does it surprise anyone that Mark Slaughter became a voice actor and is does like cartoon voices? Really? When is you listen to him sing? Huh? Well, this is another song about a dead girlfriend. I was going to say, is this about somebody dying? Yes. Dude, look, this is what we figured out, right? And Ted, you know this. We were talking about Pearl Jam years ago with, uh, what's that horrible cover they did? Last Kiss. Last Kiss. Last Kiss, yep. right? So if you can sing about tragedy and sound like a bitch when you're doing it, women love it. <laughs> Women absolutely. I mean, look, man, it, my wife, she'll break into tears watching a commercial, but inevitably it's because she moved because something cute has died. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Either the character she's watching or puppies hit by a car. I don't know what it is, but chicks seem to love. Like, we be this. Stories about. Right. Every week yeah, you I watch think universally show, puppies getting dying. hit by cars is a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Generally. But it'd be a huge show. Generally. Uh, another time you got to explain what it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Ten greatest power ballads of all time. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Mike, do the flowers that you buy, do the roses have thorns on them? No, man. Well, every rose has its thorn. Well, it does, it just, Mike can't afford a thorn. Just way Sorry, down there at the very bottom where you don't, okay. where you don't know where Actually, it's at. I just got you a bag of thorns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Castle, do you buy flowers on Valentine's Day? Dude, I buy flowers all the time. I told my wife years ago we should always have lovely, fresh flowers yeah. in our house. So I buy, I buy flowers all the time. And mm. that's an easy win. And if you oh. do it any day that's not Valentine's Day or her birthday, you just bought yourself a week. I night. tell everybody that'll no hear joke, me, man, get yourself it, a, a, a vase and then you fill that thing every other week. Well, the problem I'm is after, you, it's it's yeah. probably at least about once a week. Sometimes I go overboard and we got like flowers in two or three different rooms. After five, six days, though, you get that dead flower smell when you yeah. walk in your house. Like, yeah. oh, that water. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, you know, we've been together since 1996, so I need all the help I can get. These are the 10 greatest power ballads of all time. Uh, oh man did you guys just get goosebumps i just got goosebumps i can feel the little hairs on the back of my neck standing up i don't know if you hits that note on open arms i don't know if you do you know the drama going on with journey right now but there's been drama with journey since 1976 what about the new singer or not new yeah the newer singer he wants to quit oh i don't know if he wants to quit he just there's something going on so he put out a statement right Basically, just said, if they want to fire me, they can fire me. I'm out. I'd rather hang out with my kid. But we're not sure. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Well, he's, well he's, always, he's always got a career singing karaoke songs mm-hmm. on cruise ships yeah, well, if Neil, this dries up. Neil, Neil Schoen and uh, Jonathan Kane have been suing each other back and forth for like the last five years. But they're in the band. You know who's you winning know, uh, all of this? The lawyers. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Steve, yeah. Steve Perry. They're the ones cashing the checks. Yeah, Steve Perry Steve, got it at the right Steve time. Perry. Steve Perry's like, I told you yeah, guys. I tried to tell you. These <laughs> are the 10 greatest just, stuff. I'm just going to go to Giants games and hang out. Yeah. 10 greatest power ballads of all time. Four, number four. Oh, yeah. Dude, I had Def Leppard's Hysteria on cassette, and I wore that tape yeah. out. I did not like this album. However, the chick that was nice enough to let me have sex with her loved this album. Therefore, you know I would all the songs. Every <laughs> damn song, yeah, man. Right. In order. <laughs> it was like Armageddon. It. Mm-hmm. Great. It. Cool. Armageddon. It. Great song. Yeah. I love it. Let me get some more. <laughs> Ten grand's power Steve's balance of all time. Armageddon. <laughs> it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Castle, you're the musicologist. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to Peter Cetera? I think uh, he drowned in his vault full of money. <laughs> <laughs> he was swimming is- around in his money vault like Scrooge McDuck, um, and he accidentally inhaled. See, this song just reminds me of like just being in the car with my mom. <laughs> right? Like She loved this song. Didn't Chicago get back together recently? Was she thinking of Tom Selleck? I don't know, but all this like light kind of lighter yes. rock ballads, like I, there was just, when I was a kid in the eight, like I just felt like it was on all the time. Oh, my mother would have married Peterson there if he put out a song. I had to hear it. That, that's how my life worked as a kid. Yeah, like are we on the way to the bank? We're, right, we're going anyway. <laughs> Supermarket, the anyway. grocery store, and then you're gonna hear it in the grocery store too. But you're gonna get a sucker. Yeah, something yeah, right. through the vacuum tube. These are the ten greatest power ballads of all time. Two. I wanna know what love is. 
right. I have to listen yeah. to this damn song all the time. It's I want you to God show damn. me. Mm-hmm. I want you to show me. Isn't that Goosebumps again. Give me some ass. That's what he's saying. Yeah, my mother I mean, bought this up. What happened? People were like, whatever happened to Foreigner? And then they dropped this bomb. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest hit they ever had. Yeah. So it was huge. This is what their house was. It was wasn't Jukebox with. Hero. No, it was not. Or Cold Blooded. Yeah. Hot blooded. Hot blooded. Check it to see. That's right. Dude had a fever of 103. I'm glad I forgot that. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> you can do more than that. <laughs> These are the 10 greatest power balance of all time. We made it to number one. one number one. <laughs> yeah. Really? And this is why yeah. this is number one. This was the first credited 80s rock Power ballad. After Motley Crue's Home Sweet Home was such a huge hit, every band had to have the big power ballad on their album. Motley You're not Crue wrong. Started. You're yep. not wrong. Yep. And I think uh, thanks, Motley I think Crue's about ready to go out again, man, with uh, Def Leppard. They're start out. To start the world tour. They're out with John Five on guitar now. Yeah, phase two. Boom. All right. I hope you have a wonderful uh, romantic uh, Valentine's Day. Take her for a ride. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you'll. Uh, maybe <laughs> you'll too. Maybe you'll reach the promised land. You never is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Hello, Alexis. Welcome to the men's room. Liquor and whore. Liquor and whore. Alexis, sober, not sober. I am unfortunately sober. All right, Alexis. Welcome to Big Dummy. Okay, what sense are you going to lose there on our men's room poll? Smell, hearing, taste, or touch? Um, I'd probably have to say smell. smell. I'm a CNA, so I don't want to smell. All right. I don't want to smell okay. people. Wait, what do you do for a living? I'm a CNA. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'd want to get rid of my smell this way. CNA? <laughs> yes. Been what one for a long time. Nurse. Nurse. But yeah. you're what? Certified nursing assistant? Assistant. Alexis, what's the worst thing you ever smelled? Uh, poop. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Was it your own? <laughs> I, I deal with bowel movement a lot, so. All right. So do I. Not fun. Nothing. Just my own. Yeah. Well, actually, we kind of... So I've been we, a long, go ahead. long-time listener, but this is my first time calling, so... Uh, we appreciate I'm it. I'm excited. Right, well, welcome to the show there, Poop Smelling Alexis. Mm-hmm. All right. Here is your question. Janet Van Dyne is the alter ego of what superheroine? Can you repeat that? What was it? Janet Van Dyne is the alter ego of what superheroine? Janet Van Dyne. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Janet Rainbow Hill. Uh, oh, oh, is it Superwoman? Is it Wonder Woman? Nope. Uh, Batwoman? That's nope. Prince. That's Put it this way, Kyle. she's in a very big movie that's about to be released. Oh. Uh, Harley Quinn? The Wasp. Uh, Ant-Man oh, and the Wasp. Uh, I heard Ant-Man wasn't so hot. But the movie? Yeah. The first one? There's a new one coming out, right? Yeah, there's a new one coming out. And I believe yeah, this just is one of my one of the people I follow is a pretty nerdy person. They're like the reviews aren't good. Oh, really? Yeah. The commercials but, I mean, are it cool. was. I don't even know who said it. I literally it was seven in the morning. I was yeah, yeah, I was lost on that one. Twitter. <laughs> Make your own review, Ted. I'm watching that. God damn! Another one of these medical things. I'll get back to that one. I'm not going to. Why are you acting like you don't write the questions, I, man? I know, but here's the problem. All right. So at the time that I write the questions, usually it's like two weeks before it ever makes it to the end. So I write these things down, and then I'll even go to like Google just to make sure I'm saying it right. But then I never write it down phonetically. So now two weeks has passed, and I'm looking at it like, what in the damn hell were you thinking? Why would you think you could say that? Want me to put it in like the speech function over here? Let me, uh... And you know what? And you're a registered nurse. Okay, let me see. Or certified nurse. Let me see if you know this one. Oh, boy. Guess we'll find out. Chandro Malaysia? Chandro Malaysia? Anyway, is it the medical term for tennis elbow, writer's cramp, or runner's knee? Uh, Chandro Malaysia. Is it tennis elbow? Runner's uh, knee. 
Runner's knee. Runner's knee. Hmm. hmm. I never heard of that one before. I don't even know. Never heard of that. <laughs> uh, layman's terms, we just go, that ass is sore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's ice. It's ice. It hurts. So, let me ask, as a nurse, right, the doctor walks into the room, and I know you guys do all the dirty work. The doctor just rolls in to tell me what you could have told me, but it's important to them to do it, right? And they say, I have some crazy Latin thing, and they say, don't worry, that just means you have like a bad headache. Now, when you guys are just having regular conversations, do you use medical terms, or you just say, he, he has runner's knee, he has writer's crap, or do you use all that crazy medical crap? If I, if I can pronounce it, I, I will. Uh, okay, enough. all right. <laughs> I, tell, I like the honesty. The only way you can pronounce it is if you have it. Yeah, generally, like little kids rattle off something. I'm like, that's not good. Someone says they have plantar fasciitis, you know they do. Yeah, because <laughs> they can say it. Or have had it. All right? Yes. All right, here's your question. What Disney film featured the song, When You Wish Upon a Star? Ah, yes. When You Wish Upon a Star. Oh. No matter who you are. I know this one, and it's like on the tip of my tongue. I believe um, that was the cause of the first uh, Academy Award for an animated movie. What, the song? Yes. That song? Yes. Did they update it to make it bad or something? I think it's what <laughs> It was I, a long time ago, boss. I mean, I just know it. You go to the parks, you hear it all the time. Come on. It's a classic Disney uh, film. Really small guy it, singing. It's not Cinderella, is it? Oh. Uh, Who'd you go? Cinderella. Cinderella. Oh. Snow White. No, nope. it's got to be from Pinocchio. No, that, it is Pinocchio. Jiminy yes. Cricket sings it. <laughs> oh, does he sing it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess he's singing to Pinocchio like, hey, wish I'm a star. Yeah, you could be a real boy. What he should have told me. It's easier when I'm listening it on the radio. Mm-hmm. That's funny how that works. <laughs> question number four. All right, question number four. Approximately how many days does it take the moon to orbit the Earth? How many days mm-hmm. does it take... Is it just 365? Nope, that's the Earth going around the sun. Oh, so wow. the moon, about every four weeks, 28 days. Oh. Oh. Question I five. <laughs> All right, I got a question. All and right. I, I know, you know this. Like, I thought it was moving around this every day. It's slowly moving around, but if we do a full <laughs> orbit, it takes 28 days. Okay. And depending, depending where your vantage point is looking at it, that's why either it's waxing or waning. As it goes around, right? So, all right. There you go. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. All right. Your question How many squares are there on a chessboard? Squares on a chessboard? Mm-hmm. I'll also accept the checkerboard. Nope. 40? Nope. <laughs> Mike's doing the math over there. 38. I haven't, see, I haven't seen a chessboard in a while, so. Going off memory. <laughs> 64? 64, yeah. You were halfway there, 64. Alexis. 64. Halfway there. Mm-hmm. All right, your question. A pimento is what type of vegetable? What was that? Um, a pimento is what type of vegetable? A pimento? Mm-hmm. Is it an olive? Yes. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Close Technically. enough. The pit, it's right? In the, it's yeah, in the it's pit. The, but it's in the pepper family type. I was gonna say I thought yeah. it was a pepper. Right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I don't like olives, but I like pimentos. Correct, pimento cheese, delicious. Game mm. is, it- hey, is uh, yeah, I like it. it. Depends on who makes it. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com/slash the men's room. Now back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Hard to minute to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve Throw Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. Today, we toast Mac and Don's Steakhouse, also known as McDonald's, uh, but specifically at McDonald's. In Cornwall, England. This is all you need to know. Oh, well, Daniel is the president of the Men's Room Fan Club in Cornwall, England. Is he in Cornwall? Yes. All right, then maybe, yeah. maybe he has seen this particular advertisement from McDonald's. Like a lot of places, they pay to get their advertising at a bus stop, right? So you got the bus mm-hmm. shelter, and then either inside, outside, or on the side of it, there's 
whatever you want to advertise. It can be jewelry. It can be anything. Well, it's McDonald's. And in this case, no big deal, advertising one of their sandwiches, specifically the McCrispy. And I believe that's their chicken sandwich? Yes, correct. Right. Yeah. So you go to this bus shelter. There's an ad for McDonald's, the McCrispy. Well, a lot of people in Cornwall started getting upset, and they said they believe the McDonald's is tasteless and that they should pull it down. So you're thinking, all right. What has McDonald's done with the McCrispy? It has nothing to do with the sandwich itself. It has nothing to do with McDonald's. Understand that McDonald's corporate just buys advertising space. So there's a bus right. shelter yeah, in a well-traveled area. Hell yeah, let's put a sign there for the McCrispy. Uh, but they've decided to pull down a McCrispy ad because the McCrispy and the bus shelter is directly in front of a crematorium. <laughs> people, people are getting How do you upset. want your relative? McCrispy. So basically, if you're across the street and look at the crematorium, the thing between you and the crematorium is a big sign for the McDonald's McCrispy. People got upset. McDonald's said, yeah, our bad, man. We didn't know. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, <laughs> so they just pulled it down. So we, we don't need any trouble for this. I wouldn't even notice that. I'd just be hungry. I think it's great. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down, down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, man. A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 